it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in five, four, three, two, one. Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you as always, especially today, though. I'll explain in just a moment. Hope you're well on a Redemption Thursday. Uh, I'll get to some wagers today at some point. All pretty much NFL at this point. But uh, that's not the concentration of the show as it normally is today. Instead, uh, we have an awesome opportunity to do some good, to do some good in the world. It, it's been um, fun this week and with the bowling tournament that we already had. And uh, we also have an opportunity today to add to that. And a lot of you were looking forward to it, too. I heard a lot of you already reach out uh, about this day. So I'll explain uh, momentarily. First up, I'm Jeff. That's Tom, Director Matthew in the house on Twitter. It is at J Cameron Show. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on War Chant TV, thanks for listening. If you're listening on 93.3 Real Talk FM, we do appreciate you very, very much. Thanks for uh, doing all of that. Days get busier and crazier and more and more hectic, and uh, especially when it's recruiting and NIL and rumors and the holidays and <laughs> what are we getting done? What do we still have to do? What's real? What's not real? And also there's the matter of, um, you know, the shopping for gifts and doing those things. So it's all there. I like the beanie again, Tom. You can wear those. I cannot. Uh, not because I can't wear them and pull it off. I got a bald head, so anything kind of is better than that, I suppose. Uh, but I, but it, it's too warm. You wear it all the way down like you're supposed to wear it. I can't do it. 
Well, I think when we bowled the other night, I had to vent the ears a little bit. It gets hot, it man. Gets, it gets warm. But it, it gets hot. You can only break this out for so many shows I know, a year. I know. And so many events a year. So It's yeah. like the sweatshirt you're wearing. Like, I tried to wear a sweatshirt earlier in this week, and, and then it was great. I had uh, I had my brand new War Chant sweatshirt that I wore the other night to our Christmas party. Last night, to our Christmas party. Uh, and then before that, I had the FSU one that I wanted to wear. It was glorious. Basically, if you live in Florida and it gets below 55, you've got to break out every warm weather thing you've ever, uh, cold weather thing you've ever owned. So you find Floridians walking around in massive coats and it's 52. You're like, well, it's the only chance I'm going to get to wear it. And I look great in it. I'm going to wear this. Uh, but, you know, pretty soon, like it did yesterday, it goes from 35 at night to uh, 60. And you're stuck wearing a thing that's too damn hot. So I'm back in my T-shirt mode, everybody. T-shirt mode. It's usually cooler in the studio, though. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a little, it's a little toasty in the studio today. We, we can get that down. We'll get that down. Yeah, we'll get that down. All right. Um, I know everybody's pumped about the big Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell matchup tonight at quarterback. We'll all be tuned in. I'm sure Al Michaels, who's always in a good mood to call these games, will be really pumped when he has to announce that there's a game that he's – tasked with uh, broadcasting tonight, and it's Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. And neither team has any chance whatsoever to go anywhere. They can't. I thought about the people today who had to do the promos to write the promos. How do you write that promo? What is there to tell people to tune into and why? You you don't have it. No, listen, there's no Allen. There's uh, obviously... You're in a situation, no Justin Herbert, broke his finger, out for the rest of the year. Neither team's going to the playoff. Raiders have lost a couple in a row. What do you tell people? That the great Kirk Herbstreet will be in the booth tonight with Al Michaels. You just don't have anything. Tune in for Kirk. He's a star. I I, got to tell you, this is a toughie. If you're Al Michaels, who's already bitter, how embittered are you now? Go get him, Al. Thing is, Al makes a million dollars a year. Or a game. Yeah. A game. Right, and he's still put out to be there. I'm telling you, if I was flying to, they could be in a field of pig slop between 13-year-olds, and I would be like, this is going to be the greatest game of all time. Great to be here. Welcome in, everybody. I mean, goodness gracious, at a million dollars per? Uh, All right. So today's show, and I'll get to FSU momentarily. Today's show is our opportunity. Um... (laughs) To raise money, continue to raise money. I was reading the chat and it made me laugh. Probably sounded inappropriate. He's laughing about raising money. Uh, for the kids of the Guardian Ad Litem. We did so on Monday during the bowling tournament. Great bowling tournament. It was awesome. We had a great time. Everybody who came out, we really, really appreciate you. And those that support it every year, which is now uh, 20 years worth of bowling tournaments. Un- unreal. I, that, that is now a marker of time that reminds me that I'm, I've been doing this a long time and I'm old. But also... The better way to look at that is how long people have been supporting a really great cause. And today we get to, for the first time that we've been on the airwaves, we get to do something to add to that that's easy for everybody. And for people that are out of town or people that were busy that night, people just driving about, whatever it might be. I've explained it earlier in the week. We'll explain it again here. You have to go, and Tom does a better job of explaining this because he does the back channels and I I stay away from it. I say, hey, make this happen, and he makes it happen, and I'm forever grateful. So if you're a charity, if you're a, a, a company, uh, if you're an organization, whatever, that would like to do good, when we raised money, for example, for uh, the Red Cross during the hurricane, 
done some second harvest shows. Second harvest shows, things of that ilk. You have to get pre-approved. You have to qualify. You have to do what you say, say what you do. You have to you have to prove that you are who you say you are, and you have to they they investigate all of this to approve you for what we have here today, which is the ability for people to click on a button uh, here on the YouTube feed and donate, and 100% of the proceeds go to the cause that you're donating to, in this case, the Guardian Ad Litem, 2nd District. You know, so this is, this is how that works. Nothing goes to YouTube. Nothing goes to Google. Nothing goes to me or to you or to War Chant or 93.3. 100% of whatever it is you donate here today goes to the charity, which is awesome. It's linked to their bank account. Yeah. Which is one hundred percent. Yeah, like, that's it. It's not like okay, it gets stored somewhere. They got to go collect it. No, it, it goes directly to them. Uh, Google and YouTube do a lot of weird things. This is one of the great things that they do because again, no processing fees. Like Google, YouTube, you know how it goes with credit card processing fees. I'm sure you're seeing if you're out there in your local community, some restaurants are like, well, it's an extra three percent charge. I'm sorry, yeah. these are the times. No, they eat all of those fees. Yeah, it is no no middleman is involved. The donate button. That's why it looks different than the super. Where the chat hell button. is the donate button? I'm not even looking at this right. Probably. Do I see it? Do I see the donate button here while we're doing the show? Not on the Streamyard side. On the YouTube side only. On the YouTube yeah. so side. So if you're on okay. Facebook, if you don't mind clicking over to the YouTube side, if, if yeah. you're compelled to donate, this is a charity that will. If you really listen to them, you listen to the people who have worked for this Guardian Ad Litem, Second Circuit in the Big Bend for decades, if you hear what they do on a day-to-day basis, not just in the holiday season, this is a 365-day commitment Correct. per year. They are fa- Oh, my God. We started the show at, at north of $400. We're, we're now over, would appear, 1000 Nice. We're off and running. Here we go. We're going big today as wow. much as you possibly can. These kids need it. It's tough. I worked as a counselor for Appalachian Center for Human Services long before I was a sports talk radio host. And I did that job while I was in college and I and after. And uh, that job uh, gave me some insights into uh, the, the horrors of uh, living in foster care. Uh, and seeing what uh, what that can do to young people and, and, and people that are 15, 16, 17 years old or all the way down to four, five, or six years old. And, uh, you know, you can only imagine, right? One can only imagine. No mom, no dad around, no brother, no sister, nobody who's uh, linked to you directly and has your best interest in mind. You're a ward of the state. And those kids bounce around a lot. They never know who to, who to trust. They never know where um, they're going to be next, and it's it's hard. It's hard. It's a, it's a brutal situation. And so I tell you that to tell you this, because when we start, when I started in this field and we started doing these shows, I mean, there, nobody listened to me. Nobody was listening to me in the beginning. I mean, very few. There are some of you diehards that have been around for a long, long time. I'm forever grateful for that, of course. But there were people that, you know, after a while, built it up through word of mouth, and it was awesome. It was cool. We started realizing we had a, a bit of a, a listenership, and that made me feel very good. And uh, I, I started to think, well, you know, one of the things that's cool about that, A, I get to keep my job, get to keep doing this cool thing that I love. But also, now if we get enough people listening to us, just by virtue of having a, uh, a forum, by having uh, the, the medium, by being in the medium, and this, this is kind of easy. You can just like direct and shine some light on some things and say, hey, can we help out this group or that group and this group? And that has been... 
the most rewarding aspect of it. And it's also been something that when you're down and out and you're frustrated and you're mad about the way people treat each other or the way that people treat you or the way that you witness others treat each other, whatever it might be, it's a reminder that those things are more outliers, that people deep down are good. And they, if they can give and they believe it's, it's the right thing and they know that nobody's getting rich off of them or in some way it's a scam or a scheme or something, once they know it's the real deal, they do. They show up. They always show up. The community always shows up. And that has been true of this. For a very long time. And again, this is the first time we ever get to do it. So here we go. You'll see it on the YouTube feed. Click on it. Donate whatever you can. 100% of what you donate goes to the Guardian Ad Litem. And they will ensure that kids who would otherwise get nothing on Christmas, have nothing on Christmas, will have some sort of a Christmas. In the way that we traditionally view it. Right? In the way that we... Think about our Christmases. If you were fortunate enough to grow up in a family uh, that did this, that, that that celebrated those things, such as uh, each other and family and time together, and maybe you did so with a gift or a gift card or a shirt or whatever. You got something and you gave something and you sat around together around a tree and you opened it up and you all saw the look on each other's faces and you celebrated. These kids don't get that, and so this enables them to get something because the, the people at the Guardian Ad Litem, are advocates for these kids, right? They have to help them in courts. They have to help them whenever there's a call for help. And they go and they see the situation that that kid, that boy or that girl is enduring and dealing with, and they advocate for them. And this is one of the ways that they do that, to try to help them out. It's a lot more complicated. They're heroes, man. Yo, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So going and seeing that, you know, little Johnny is not going to have – uh, you know, an uh, electronic device that he'd love to have, whether that's, uh, you know, a gaming device or a, you know, or something, a football to throw with a friend or whatever it might be, they go and do that. And they take them and they, they, they take them Christmas shopping. They do that with the funds that they're able to collect through donations from people like yourself, right? So that's what that is. It's awesome. It's nothing short of incredible and it's the best of us. It's the best of us, hands down. So if you can, please do so today. As Tom noted, right there on the screen, you click on it if you're watching on the YouTube feed. It's, uh, and and you, you click on that, you donate, whatever it is. I don't care if it's five cents or $5,000. Uh, obviously, we celebrate every gift, and they will be forever grateful too. So do what you can. Now, I will remind you of that intermittently throughout today's show. Today's show is not all going to be me telling you about the guardian ad litem and what they do and how you can donate and all that. We will do a show show. We will talk sports. We will look at Florida state and everything outside in the sports world as well. We certainly won't break down tonight's football game. Although I will tell you, Mario may have won the day by saying, well, good clash of uniforms. It is. It's a great clash of uniforms. Chargers Raiders is a good clash of uniforms. High quality laundry. High quality laundry. Yeah, man. And, 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 I do find myself in a position where, um, even though no, no Justin Herbert, no. the good news is without Herbert and Allen, they're sure to probably lose a bunch more games, and then they can get a real coach in there and maybe make something of all of the talent they have, including two Knowles that are on that roster who should be doing much, much better than they are. You shouldn't have that much talent and just wasting away by this bum. It's the story of Derwin's career. 
That is true. Yeah, Der- Derwin. It's like luckily Derwin's. You know, he has shown through in the midst of all of that. He's made a lot of money. He's still well respected. He's been to the Pro Bowl. He's a good player. At least it's recognized that he's a good player. He just doesn't do a lot of winning because they have had. Tough situations wherever he's been. Between him and Cam Akers, too. You think about it, what Cam was coming out of high school, and he was a good player here. Yeah, just a rotten very program. good player, yeah. And then he's on the outs somehow, some way, with McVay in Los Angeles with the Rams, and that was its own issue. That was a weird issue, yeah. I, I, and he got I never hurt. knew what happened there. And then he goes to the Vikings this year, and he's off to a really good start. And I think it's an Achilles. I think that's what it was. So, I mean, within a game or two, he's yeah. done. That That's a snake-bit career. Even more so than Derwin James has been. Der- Derwin got to his second contract and got paid. A lot of money. But poor Cam. Like A lot of these guys that came through here, and you're like, I wanted better for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't have the coaches who could do something about it. We do now, and we're doing quite well, and it's 19 straight wins, and Florida State's in a position again to, uh, I think, cash in, for lack of a better term, on National Signing Day and Obviously, as it pertains to the transfer portal as well. We'll talk about that more in-depthly here in just a moment. It is the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello there, podcasters. Oh, don't worry. I won't prattle on for two minutes like I do with some of the other reads. Zaxby's doesn't demand it of me. <laughs> Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a party, pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a Beer Giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh-huh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like so peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. All right, well. We'll just go live. <laughs> There's, the bumper music is frozen. That way you don't have to hit music and project, project, uh, progress sound. Ret- no, you just come on back. There is no, there's nothing. We got nothing. I clicked on Squire. Squire says not right Man. now. You got to hit Squire again in the out. Because that's that's not what we do. I mean, it is in the playing, but Locked up. not loading position now going on 30 seconds. All right. Let's get the latest. What do we got in here? Swipe across the screen. Let me know where we're at when it comes to the number. I feel like I'm doing a telethon in a weird way. I am. 
We've raised $1,615. We are 25 minutes into the show. Great work. We can do better. Let's roll, my friends. Let's get this thing piling up over 3,000 before the end of the hour easily. Easily. That might happen in like five minutes. We know we got some heavy hitters out there who cannot wait. But it takes a team. It takes everybody. Let's make it all happen. All right, so let's look at the portal. Again, if you're asking, uh, you can do it directly on YouTube, 100% of the proceeds. Not a penny goes to me. Nothing goes to Tom. Nothing goes to YouTube. Nothing goes to Google. Nothing goes to this station. Nothing goes to WarChant. 100% to the Guardian Ad Litem. That's it. That's all. There is no hidden anything. No commission. Nothing. All right, back to this. Uh, let's look at the announcements so far. So yesterday, Tom, was one that I had I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about and I think has to hit you in, in the gut. Rodney Hill said that he intended, at the very least, to enter his name into the transfer portal. Now, I, I differentiate. That's where it is, yeah. Intended. And yes. Okay, so this is what I do. This is, this is now... I, I don't come in to talk everybody off the ledge, but in part, I have to. I have to kind of talk everybody off the ledge. First, I start by talking myself off the ledge, but I also get confirmation, and I check things out. I try to look and find out what's what. Do we know? What do we have? What is real? What's not real? What's perceived? All of it. We have to do a lot of that in everyday walks of life these days given what social media is, what the internet is, and what's, you know, all of that. But what NIL is and what Transfer Portal is, is uh, now a kind of a bargaining tool for kids is what we're seeing. And a lot of players will say, hey, I'm intending to enter the Transfer Portal and I'm frustrated or whatever else. I hate that it has to come to this. So we documented this the other day with Patrick Payton. And I said, well, maybe he will, maybe he won't, but... Uh, I, I don't really worry about it until they actually do it because you actually have to take steps to do it. See, there's more than just sitting on your couch and tweeting. You've got to go to the university. you got to fill out paperwork. You have to talk to your coaches and players. you got to go do things. It takes steps. Like, I intend, I have a wooden house. I have a, a wooden facade my home does, right? I intend to treat that real soon. You have to treat it. That way you don't get things that like to eat wood messing with your house woodpeckers, and the like, plus the bugs. Well, it sucks to have to do. It's a nice look on the outside, but to keep it that way, you got to do stuff, and it sucks. I have told my wife many times, well, I'm going to treat that soon. Well, I have the best intentions, I assure you, Tom, but I have yet to drive up to Lowe's to get the stuff and then set up the ladder and begun the process of treating the entirety of the house. Just never go to the Lowe's in Corinth, remember. That's right. Never go there. Snake off the face. Right. So here's the deal. I, like any of these other kids, can tell everybody who would listen that I intend to do all of these things. But it requires actual work. I got to buy the stuff. I got to do the work. I got to do it. And until I do, she doesn't take me seriously. She's like, sure, sure, I bet you will. Why don't you pick up the phone and call somebody who will do it because it's their job? Because you're not going to do it. She's right and I'm wrong. I'm not going to do it, but I keep saying I'm going to. Anyhow, you got to get off your ass if you're a kid and decide, do I really want to do this? Do I really think the grass is greener on the other side? Is there really more money for me out there? 
Or do I just want to tell people this is what I'm going to do so that maybe I can influence a decision by those behind the scenes that might feel threatened by my tweet and give me some? Well, you know, we'll see. I'm not saying they're full of it. I'm saying I need more. I need more. So when I saw, for example, that Rodney Hill said that he intended to enter the transfer portal, I thought, where's Tom Lang? He needs a hug right now. He was of the mindset that one Walter Payton would be emerging from this uh, story career here at FSU, that he was going to be an elite, elite back. And maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. But he may be somewhere else. But I guess as I understand it now, he only intends to? Well, yes. It was a message on Twitter last night in which he said, uh, you know, I'm going to be entering. So it's uh, it's on the Peyton side of the scale at, yeah. at last check. Yeah. Now, these things can update quickly. But I am frustrated by this situation. But I'm not frustrated at Florida State. Just considering some of the behind-the-scenes machinations in some of these circumstances, you catch wind of what's gone on in the past. You know, we made Rodney a priority last year. Remember, we were on the air when the Battle's End announced that there was a partnership with Rodney Hill. He hadn't proven much on the field yet. He was in the garbage time last year. But the Battle's End took the step to make sure he was a part of the collective and the family, which means they prioritized him. And I think they really prioritized him in yes. a long-term projection. Yeah, no, they had, they had plenty there for him. So if you're coming back the next year and saying it's not good enough, well, let's see if you actually enter your name in the portal. But if you do and you follow through and you leave, I'm off you. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a Florida State problem. It's not a battle's end problem. That would be my my take on the situation. I just hope it doesn't go there. You know, we just lost I, I, Kirk, you know, in the last I, few weeks. I'm like, damn it, I always enjoyed him. He's, he's a good analyst. This is a bummer because he's a nice guy. Great interactions behind the scenes when we were doing interviews back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was disappointing. Let's not lose Rodney. Come on, Rodney. Come to your senses now. This is going to be a good offense next year. Well, I, I'm, I'm told he's pretty much as good as gone so i i hate that now i'll tell you i salute you on the way out i tell you this you know the first time i ever saw cam davis as the recruit the very first time i ever saw i went oh well that is different we got us one here this guy was my worst nightmare when i played the first year junior football i learned a very valuable lesson what they used to call Junior midgets, you can't call it that now. That was the league. Oh, well, in hockey they still do. It's a classification. Right. Yeah. yeah, so we used to play junior midgets, and then you played midgets, and then from there you played, you know, you went on to high school or whatever. You know, So, so I remember the, last, the first lesson I ever had was in an Oklahoma drill. You do not want to tackle people who have a very low center of gravity. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult, especially if you have any reasonable height to you at all to get lower than they can get. And the problem is when you marry somebody with a low center of gravity and giant thighs, you've got a very big problem on your hands because that is now a bowling ball that you are trying to tackle that doesn't want to be tackled. And they are coming at you violently around your damn kneecaps. Without fear. And you have to try in order to win the battle of leverage to get lower 
which A, does not really allow for you to hit them very hard because you got to get lower and lower and lower. There's no leverage to that. You're just getting lower so you don't get trucked. And I remember thinking, well, this, I don't like that. So what I would do is I'd count in the line. Who's got Patrick? All right, not me. Why don't you? Oh, yeah, come, Keith, you got it. There you go. I'll go after you. Because the next guy's 5'9". I can handle that. This dude's 5'4", 200 pounds. Who's tackling this? And it reminds you of why Barry Sanders could never be bought onto the ground. Every time you saw Barry Sanders, it was a pinball. Just ping, ping. You're like, what are you going to do? He's preternaturally gifted. He has unreal balance. He's got thighs the size of Earl Campbell's. He can run away from you, and you cannot get lower than him. Half the time, you couldn't see him coming from the backfield because you're stuck behind the trees, and you're like, hold, hold. oh, there he is, and he, it's too late. And as I understand it, I didn't play high school ball or any kind of organized ball, but a lot of times in those drills, the guy you least wanted to face was probably the team's fullback, you know, yeah, in, in a yeah, setting like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily the featured player in the offense, but there are dudes who have special skill sets for the Oklahoma drill because – they don't care about their own life. They don't care about their head, their shoulders, nothing. And they're 5'4", and this is their time. Yeah, it's tough. It ain't going to be, you know, 3rd and 10 is their time. This is their time. The Oklahoma drill on a Tuesday. Ooh. And it's just not a fun situation. Um, it, it just It's tough. It's tough when that happens. So, uh, that kid, Cam Davis, reminds me of the worst of what you ever had to tackle. Gigantic. He's, he's, he's too thick for his age. He's got this very low center of gravity. He runs low and behind his pads. He's also explosive and athletic. You just, it's a problem, man. And, I mean, if you're Rodney Hill or anybody else in that backfield, you're like, well, yeah, that guy's going to start. That guy's going to play. Like, he's a real dude. Well, those are the dudes that you are yeah, partial to. You know, I remember – Young Jacques Patrick, you were you were Look, in, in love. Well, with he's him. too, but he was taller. He was so much yeah. taller. But I, I yes, I'm partial to people who run people over. I like people who run other people over. Listen, I was fortunate enough, and I bring it up a lot, and it's a smile on my face, name drop, and not because he is an all time great and all, but but because he's a dear friend, and I watched it all play out. I played junior midgets, midgets, high school with William Floyd. I watched him go through all of it. He was my teammate, and there was nothing better than watching that man run angry with that body size, running over people over and over and over again, and I would listen to the sounds of the people trying to tackle him, and I would giggle, and then I would loathe the fact that I had to try to tackle him in practice and be like, damn it, but at least William was tall. You could get low. You had a shot at getting low if you caught the corner in time. This this cam uh, this is going to be a problem for people. So I don't know if that factored into Rodney Hill's decision or not. I hate that he's leaving because he runs hard and angry, and he's a fun player yeah. to watch, and I think he had real potential. But, you know, what I'm not going to do is watch player after player, and it's going on all over the country. I don't know if you saw the percentages, the numbers of the people in college football that entered the portal on the very first day that you could. It's remarkable. I mean, you're – it's what is it, uh, one in – was it one in seven? Was it that high or one in seven? Maybe it was one in ten. 
wouldn't shock me. I got to double yeah. check what that was, but I, I the number surprised me. I can't remember if it was like seven percent or ten percent. It was, but it was a high number of players that instantly went into the portal. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me though because you know we operate right now from the top of the pyramid in, in the game, except we're a second class citizen according to uh, the playoff committee. But we're pretty much at the peak. But there are so many players in Group of Five in Division One, uh, could be FCS, whatever that know that they're better than where they are. And so it could be FCS getting to a group of five. It could be group of five getting to power five. It could be power five getting to the SEC or the Big Ten. Like I, I think that's where that number doesn't shock me because there's opportunity for kids who were two stars or no stars that put film out there that can better their situation. Like we, we Yesterday we were talking about one, and the kid went from, oh, God, maybe you can help me with this, but he went from like UCLA to – Michigan State, or, or so it was something along those lines. It, it was just a lower level move, but for that kid, it's a greater opportunity. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, transfer yeah, yeah. portal thing that we never talk about because we're Florida State. But you could have a situation where a kid goes from—I know UTEP uh, has a defensive end, uh, or sorry, UTSA has a defensive end that's looking at Alabama right now. But it doesn't even have to be that drastic. It could be you have somebody from Troy that now gets to go play at Georgia Wake, Tech, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech. Right, right, right. So one in seven doesn't surprise me because there are a lot of moves like that that we don't ever cover. Well, and also it is being utilized right now as a leverage piece, or it's perceived to be a leverage piece. Maybe to some degree with certain players it is, but not with others. With, with the vast majority that use it that way, they're not understanding how these collectives are working. They're not understanding that these collectives now are not rogue singular entities, but rather uh, unified groups that even though they're in competition with one another for players, know what the other is doing. It's a real business. It's a real group. The other thing in terms of Rodney Hill specifically that stood out to me was it's like the, the coaching staff with Tate. Like You can think of something about Tate. I certainly can think something about where Tate should be in the spring and, and competing. You know, Maybe he should have the job and, and it's his to lose. But the coaching staff says, no, we're going to look at Cam Ward and DJ. So you can have that opinion. Yeah. That's wonderful. But we think we need to move on in this situation. Okay. Well, their vote's the one that counts. It's the only one that counts. That C.J. Campbell was on the field for the first snap of the game against Louisville in the ACC championship. And it was C.J. and Lawrence Toafili. Trey Benson wasn't available. No, he, was hurt. Game. Yeah, he, he was, was hurt. He was hurt. Everybody yeah. was. Yeah. But that you have running back two in Lawrence Toafili and another running back on the field, and it's not Rodney. That was interesting to me. Rodney played in that game, but C.J. played more. Yeah, I just think, listen, these coaches have to be in um, uh, contact with people making these decisions, and they can they can influence um, where dollars or opportunities are allocated. And I, I, it's not surprising. If you quickly see a name that you didn't suspect would be in the portal – uh, enter the portal and actually follow through and do the paperwork and enter the portal. If you see that happen and it's a name that you thought was an up-and-coming player within the program or somebody that was going to be needed for depth or whatever that might be, and you see how quickly it happens, you go, oh, okay. They either have somebody waiting in the wings that they like more or they were tired of his nonsense. There are a lot of different ways to look at it, and there's everything in between. All right, where are we at? Let's get the update here and get everybody rallied up and get excited, because I get excited every time I look at the number. This is all money that wouldn't have existed prior to the start of this show today, thanks to you guys 
And thanks to our friends at the Guardian Ad Litem that it will be receiving this and getting the help to these kids that need it most. We have raised two thousand nine, uh, excuse me, two thousand three hundred ninety-five dollars. Uh, Forty minutes into the program now, awesome. Got about twenty more minutes to get that sucker over three thousand. Let's shoot for that. My, I always have very, very high goals and my aspirations for stuff like this uh, are to to hope to get it somewhere at six, seven, eight, ten thousand, something crazy, right? Now I, I'm also a realist. I understand that may not be possible, but who knows? And I certainly won't doubt you the way that Kirk Herbstreet doubted Florida State. I will look there at you. you. All right. I will look at you, He's and on I will spell to an extent. Getting tired of it, but yeah, I will. I will say that I think, uh, guys, we can do it. We can do amazing things because you guys always have. That's the proof. They always have, over and over and over and over again. I know you're tired of it, but how about that tweet yesterday? Well, Come on, man, a, that he, confirms it. He's having a nervous breakdown. It's it's incredible to watch. I this is where if you're somebody's agent, you're like, man. Get off the platform. Nothing good is going to come of this. Go hop in your private jet and go golfing anywhere in the world. Go to the Bahamas. Well, he's got a game tonight. He's going to be there covering this game that nobody cares about, but he's getting paid handsomely to do so, and it'll be a nice escape for him. Al, good to see you. Glad to be here. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) Give me the microphone. Anyhow, whatever you guys can do, please help. We really appreciate it. I know the kids of the Guardian Ad Leiden sincerely appreciate having an opportunity to have some form of Christmas thanks to your kind-hearted donations. You can do so on YouTube, 100%. As you watch this, click that donate button. 100% of what you give goes to the kids of the Guardian Ad Line. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, welcome a new advertiser to the program. This one I like. Why do I like them? I used them. I already used them. Then they said, we want to be on with you, Cameron. Good, because I'm already using you. I'd like to save some money. I'm talking about Factor. Now, I could read a script. I have one here. The bustling holiday season. You're looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel your jam-packed days. Factor's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. I'm not going to do that, though. I don't need to do that. I like not meal prepping. I like having a delicious meal before me in two and a half minutes out of a microwave prepped by a professional chef. It is delicious. Protein meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving in some cases. I could get the uh, low-calorie conscious meal if I want one, if I've overdone it for the week or something along those lines. I pick a different set of food items out of 35 prepared meals at the start of every week, and voila, it's at my front door. It's awesome. Head to Factormeals.com slash Cameron50 and use code Cameron50 to get 50% off. Doing you right, people. That's code Cameron50 at Factormeals.com slash Cameron50 to get 50% off. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Christmas is a time to say I love you. Share the joys and laughter and the tears. Christmas is a time to say I love you. 
Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. I, do, I will admit it is more difficult to kind of sit patiently. Uh, to, you know, kind of sit back and... All right, we got this guy. Got, got this guy. We're going to be all right here. We can concentrate on this game. We can't really do that. Uh, of the names that we have up to this point, Rodney Hill, DJ Lundy, uh, Dylan Brown, Malcolm Ray, Thomas Schrader, Bless Harris, Patrick Payton announced and not in the porno, portal. Porno? Hey, now. That's not even a bad word. It just sounds it like sounds one. It sounds bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tafasi, Kayshawn Sapp, Daughtry Richardson, uh, somebody named Liam McCormick that nobody's ever heard of, uh, Marquiston Douglas, Preston Daniel, thank goodness, C.J. Campbell, and Dylan Brown-Turner. There you go. What are you? What are you? What are you, what are you got laughing about? Giggling at your asides. Yeah. You want the world to know that you're happy that somebody. There are a few of these guys. I'm like, thank goodness, we are trying to get ourselves to a certain level. I mean, my goodness gracious, we just have to weed some folks out. Now they are free to go elsewhere, and I wish them nothing but the best in the vast majority of those cases. Uh, yeah, future endeavors, right? Yeah. Don't let the door. One of those situations. That's the thing. Is you know. <laughs> For Rodney, it's not great news, but for me, it's if he at, does it, at, if he does it, but at some point you're a running back. That's where I get cold. At some point you're a running back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, like the NFL's. You, you, you could be position Dalvin, on running backs, by like, the way. <laughs> yeah, and and in college you can be special because yeah. you have a short shelf life and that's wonderful. You could be Dalvin, and I would weep internally, maybe externally. Oh, if Dalvin but, Cook had had a chance to transfer and did while we were here, oh no, no, that right. would have been. What are you people doing? But get it together over there. You know there are shades <laughs> of receivers and quarterbacks and linemen. That's for a good way of looking at it. Yep. For running back, it's. It's binary. It's either you're Dalvin or like, okay, we'll find another guy. We've got a lot of dudes. Wasn't that long ago that we were pissed that LaDamian Webb entered the portal or, I or actually, transferred? I kind of liked LaDamian Webb, I did by too. the way. I it was, yeah. He had a good career. Anthony Grant went to Nebraska and actually yeah. was good, was very good. Yep. He was like one of their only good players. Forgot about that. Dude. I know for the year that I worked with the Nebraska side, I would watch. He'd kick ass every Saturday behind that god-awful offensive line. I'm like, dude, we could use some Anthony Grant. Damn it, man. That used to drive me nuts. <laughs> it happened. Um, uh, Treshawn was important to lose last year, too, in retrospect. Yeah. I mean, you know, there were games he would have been very helpful. Yeah, because he was more decisive. He had that timing, mm -hmm. and, and we did not this year. We didn't click anywhere close to the way it did the year before. Uh, I have a question. So I don't, you know, I'm sure it's all on the up and up, but uh, Washington straight State transfer quarterback Cam Ward, I'm reading. From the On3 website. Uh, we'll visit Florida State in the coming days for an official visit. On3's Pete Nakos has learned. From where? Curious. Two days ago, this was mentioned on the Jeff Cameron show. I just didn't know. Didn't know. Good for Pete. Tuned into the show. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of, just a question. Anyhow. Next question. Yeah, Cam will be here, uh, and uh, hopefully Cam will say, I like it here. I like it here a lot. Hmm? Where do I sign? Yeah, that'd be a nice signing, actually. If uh, That'd be a big one. I also think, honestly, some dominoes may fall if that happens, where all of a sudden, yeah, maybe here, maybe there, oh, 
Probably so. I I hear that if if he were to sign, this is an interesting one. It's not like there are certain dudes that have entered in the short existence of the portal. Yes, said, very short. All right, here's a number. If you match it, I I'll see you tomorrow. I'm in. I'm in. But then there are other dudes where it's it can be a little bit more complex, and it's as different and unique. This these situations. I mean, look, we talk about and we have Ingram on from time to time. God bless him. I don't know that there's a number that you could pay me to handle all of the situations. There that, is that, a number you could pay me. I don't know. But yeah. I but I would tell you that it yeah, it's a lot of work. It, it would be yeah, it would be a number so large that I could retire after 2 years of doing this. That would be what it would take. I just you got to look I really honestly believe you got to look at it differently than that though. I know what you're saying. Oh my god. I know what you're it saying. It just never ends. Well, and this is the hard part. Like for years on this show I talked about if I were a college coach, I would like a lot of the aspects of the job. I, there, there would be a lot that I like. I, I love watching kids get better at something, right? You know, I did a little coaching, nothing nothing near to, to college football. It was city league football here in Tallahassee. But it, it the, the premise is the same. Watching uh, a 12- or 13-year-old kid play a season of football and from the first week we have practice to the end of the season you see this huge exponential growth right and the work put in it's the most rewarding thing and you're helping in any way you can to make that happen and you see it and you're just so proud of them it's 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 emotional it's a, very few jobs does that ever happen now obviously the the stakes are are raised as you get on up as you move on up the ladder, you do it in high school, you can be fired. I mean, there are schools that expect to win in high school, and it's not about development. It's about winning uh, and developing. But winning is the first part of that uh, conversation starter. And then in college, obviously, you're paid so well and expected to work 20-hour days, and it's just it's what you eat, sleep, and breathe. But the thing is the same, the, the, the watching kids get better and seeing all this play out. But I have said over the years that the one thing, it's not the time commitment, it's not the pressure, it's not all of those aspects of the job, it's recruiting that would kill me. Knowing that obviously I have to kowtow to a 16 or 17-year-old's whims and text at 9 o'clock at night before I go to bed 100 kids and be like, hey, just thinking about how you fit in the offense, have a great one. Like nonsense, just like are you killing? Are you kidding me? The the pretending to be very excited about a marginally decent prospect would really wear on me. Well, yeah, and then you're celebrating a big win, but you can't celebrate for long because you got to yeah. fire off those texts. Right, it would that would wear on me. That'd be hard. But the best recruiters do not view recruiting that way. They do not view it the way that I view it as time-consuming, kowtowing to children. They don't look at it that way. They instead look at it as part of the competitive aspect of the sport. Like this, it's all encompassing. It's like, I coach, I'll beat you X's and O's. I'll out-recruit you. I'll, yeah, I'll do all of this, and it's all-encompassing. Yeah, it's... um. It's an interesting mindset that you have to get into. You'd have it's to convince like, yourself of it, too. That's the thing. You lie to yourself. Think about how ridiculous this sounds. But they would have to say to themselves, put me in a room with a 16-year-old and his mother and father, I'll, and I'm going to get a yes. I'm going to get a yes. That yeah. sounds really inappropriate. Dubious. <laughs> that's wrong. It does. But that's how you have to be. You have to love it. Like, I've heard Kirby Smart talk about this. Jimbo told me this. There have been other coaches say, no, no, no. 
You don't look at it the way you're describing it, Jeff. The way you're describing it is the way a normal human being looks at these things. But one who's paid eight plus million dollars a year to run a corporation into greatness knows this is an aspect of a job you are required to be great at. And you better find a way to get past whatever hangups you have with any aspect of this job or that money goes away and all of the other things that you might happen to like about the job. That is the way you'd have to view it. And I think that's how you'd have to view Ingram's job or anybody else in that organization. If you're in the battles in, you understand that dealing with kids and the whims of emotion of which I reference for the better part of 20 whatever years I've been doing this is all part of it. And also the very ill-informed whims that we're speaking of. A kid thinking that this is like a movie as opposed to a real structure and a real business. Like a kid thinking that I'm going to walk in and this is the way the scene plays out in my head. I think that they're going to offer me $50,000 because I'm a backup or a third-string defensive tackle. And But I got in every game last year. I got in every one of them. I really wasn't a game changer. I didn't significantly impact how the game played out, but I'm playing. I'm in the games. I'm not some guy that never plays. I'm not a walk-on. I'm here. I'm on scholarship. I'm contributing to the cause. And we just went 13-0. and And you know what? I don't want $50,000. I want $5 million because I aspire to be rich. And this feels like a place where maybe I could get rich. I'll just say a crazy number. And even if they don't match that number, this random number that I was either told by somebody who is trying to leech off of me or somebody who's incredibly ill-informed is just a number. And I'll throw it out there and they're going to say no. And I know they're going to say no. And they're going to say, are you crazy? Nobody's getting $5 million in an IL. What is wrong with you? You're a third string defensive tackle. But then they're going to come back and tell me they'll give me 75000 which is all I ever really wanted. That's not how it's going to work, and you are in la-la land. You know what? I was wrong. Sign me up. I want this job. <laughs> but I'm saying it'd be kind of fun in that sense. You could look at, look at a kid and test his, test his intelligence. But, well, really, you'd, you'd like 75000 would you? It'd be a fun game. Donate now, kids. Guardian that item. They need your help. We got another hour to do it. I'll touch up on the numbers and thank folks in a second. Jeff Cambridge on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.